Investment advisory services offered through Sound Income Strategies, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisory firm. Johnson Wealth and Income Management and Sound Income Strategies, LLC are not associated entities. Johnson Wealth and Income Management is a franchisee of the Retirement Income Store. The Retirement Income Store and Sound Income Strategies, LLC are associated entities. What kind of a retirement plan allows millions of people to lose 30 to 50% of their life savings just as they near retirement? It's a society based on freedom and choice and personal responsibility. There are no guarantees. It's important that people deal with someone to make sure to provide lifetime income. Lifetime income. And now to our story. Welcome to the Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson, powered by the Retirement Income Store and brought to you by Johnson Wealth and Income Management. Are you living the life you want? Are you prepared for retirement as you believe you should be? What are your goals for retirement and how are you going to reach them? In the next 30 minutes of today's program, let's explore the principles necessary to live the capitalized life and the retirement of your dreams. Now, here's this week's Capitalized Life and Retirement program with your host, Matthew Johnson. And welcome to this episode of the Capitalized Life and Retirement Show. I'm your host, Matthew Johnson, president and owner of Johnson Wealth and Income Management, a retirement income store located in Clear Lake and Humboldt, Iowa. Well, how are you? I hope you're having a great morning this morning. I know I am, and I'm very thankful to have you here. I know that there's lots of things that you could be listening to, but you tuning in is most definitely one of the biggest blessings to me, and I hope you get something out of today's program. I hope it provokes a little bit of thought, and it's able to help you get just that much more enjoyment and peace of mind out of the retirement that I know you've worked so hard for. Now, speaking of retirement, we want to do it, and we want to do it right, and we want to do it just one time in our life. And so, as always, I encourage you to realize that today's program is powered by the Retirement Income Store, and if you've never considered going to the retirementincomestore.com, I encourage you to go, theretirementincomestore.com. Kind of a long title but so worth your time. If you've been looking for a resource that's very unbiased and one that is just down to earth and simple and basic and logical, that makes sense. I'm going to encourage you go to the retirement income store, because no matter if you are five years to retirement or you're five years into retirement, we can always learn more. And the resources at the retirement income store are going to be able to provide you just that. So today I wanted to, you know, we've been through the holiday, if you can call it that, of Halloween. And I thought, you know, that's a good kind of metaphor for today's program because today's program is entitled It's Almost Scary. You know, I've been an advisor and a fiduciary now for well over 20 years, and I got into this business because I helped take over my father's business, who had been an advisor for 50 years prior to me. And as I have looked back and I've considered all the things that I've learned, the things that I've experienced with my clients and all the different thousands of individuals that I've dealt with over those 20 plus years, I can tell you that I've seen some patterns that have taken place within human nature, just observations. And hopefully these things can help you avoid 
making those same mistakes. It can help you avoid that landmine, that trap. And the first thing that I'm really going to emphasize here is that in retirement, we need to make certain we have as much guaranteed income as is possible. You see, guaranteed income is like that brick and mortar foundation or that block and concrete foundation that we build a house on. We want to have as many of our retirement dollars as suitable guaranteed to us in retirement. And I say that not only from my personal standpoint, but I say that from a statistical standpoint. You can go onto the internet, you can see that people who have more income live longer. People that have more income have happier lives. People that have more income, they have the peace of mind. They have fewer health problems. And one of the major sources of retirement income that you and I both have is Social Security. It is almost scary to me the number of individuals who are uneducated about Social Security. Social Security has been around since FDR. It's not like it's a new system. And yet every single day, When people come into my webinars, when they come to my face-to-face adult education programs in the various colleges that we teach at, when people call me up or they send me an email and they're asking questions about Social Security, to me, that is a wonderful sign. But it's also a concern because I don't have thousands and thousands of people that are trying to, you know, come to my workshops, that are trying to come to the adult education programs. And when I sit down and I talk to these people about Social Security, it seems as though, and oftentimes is, it's the very first time that they have ever heard anyone teach them about Social Security. You see, Social Security is a very straightforward program, but there's some nuances to it. And we need to understand that if you're not making the absolute proper best decision with respect to Social Security, it is likely you're leaving money on the table. You see, this is the reason why so many years ago, I decided to personally invest in Social Security calculation software, software that's not for just the general public, but something that cost me thousands upon thousands of dollars so that I can have the analysis necessary to help my personal clients see what those different options are. And we can pick the very best and the second best and the third best option because every person's scenario is a little bit different. Every person's situation is different. And you see, the decisions that are being made today on Social Security oftentimes are being based upon just what the representative at Social Security tells you. I believe that you need a second opinion when it comes to Social Security because the amount of money that you could be leaving on the table doesn't amount to just a few thousand. If you have questions about today's discussion, I'm going to encourage you to reach out to me. Call our office at 866-290-3837. If you have questions, we will do our best to answer them for you. Take the first step. Reach out at 866-290-3837. I will share with you, I just dealt with a gentleman, he and his wife from Eldora, Iowa, and the Social Security decision that he had arrived at that he thought was going to be the best for he and his wife ended up costing him $115,000. That's 115,000. Once he realized how many dollars he was leaving on the table, he promptly changed his mind with regards to his strategy.
So again, it's almost scary. (coughs) If you're not educating yourself on social security, you need to be. Second one would be how many people aren't taking advantage of losses and drops in income to take tax-free taxable money out of their pre-tax accounts. So (laughs) that's a mouthful, right? When we have money that we've saved in pre-tax accounts like IRAs, 401ks, 403bs, those dollars are all pre-tax. They've never seen the light of day. And here we have an epidemic like COVID that comes along and it affects us. It disrupts our lives. And yet I see people that aren't taking advantage of that drop in 2020. And you could say, well, that's just special to 2000. No, it's not. It's not special to 2020 only. If you're a business owner, if you're a farmer, if you're a hog producer, if you're a beef producer, there is so many different circumstances in our lives in which our income either declines or we have potentially an investment that's gone bad and we have a capital loss. And you see, every time we have something like that, we have an opportunity to harvest money out of our pre-tax accounts, totally tax-free. And why aren't we doing it? Because no one thinks of it. Why are we not doing it? Because a CPA doesn't bring it to your attention. Why are we not doing it? Maybe because we're not even working with an accountant. (laughs) And so you see, software is not going to say, hey, buddy, by the way, you can go ahead and take money out of your IRA today. TurboTax isn't designed for that. So this is the reason that I bring this up to you, because you see, Let's say that we have a drop in income. Let's say that we have an investment that's gone bad. Let's say that we have some sort of a loss in our business. We have the ability of either simply taking the money out of those pre-tax accounts, or we have even better of an opportunity to do Roth conversions. What are Roth conversions? Moving money out of a pre-tax account into a tax-free account. Now, typically, the average Joe doesn't get an opportunity to do that tax-free Typically, the average Joe has to pay taxes on the Roth conversion. But guess what? If you're in a situation where you've cut back on hours, your income's down, maybe you've lost your job, maybe you've got a business that's gone south or an investment that's gone bad, you have an opportunity to better yourself. There is some good things that you could be doing to be able to make that happen. You just need someone to bring it to your attention. It is almost scary. How underemphasized required minimum distributions are today. How you're likely letting the government use up your principal. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, remember, if we've saved money for retirement in pre-tax accounts, which most all of us have, that is the most popular type of investment is pre-tax accounts, like we mentioned, 401k, 403b, IRAs. Guess what? We've never paid taxes on this. And as a result, that means that down the road, when we now turn 72, we're going to be responsible for taking money out. That's correct. You're going to be responsible for taking money out. And guess what? It's going to be taxed. And if you don't do it the right way at the right time, the right amount, it's going to be up to a 50% penalty, which could cost you even more than that percentage-wise. And so guess what? We are 
loading ourselves up today as Americans with these pre-tax dollars, but we're not paying attention to the fact that we're going to have to pay the piper down the road. We're going to have to end up taking these dollars out. And guess what? People aren't doing it the right way. You see, what they're trying to do is they're trying to engineer. They're trying to figure out a way, okay, to take these dollars, but they're doing it the wrong way. You see, most financial advisors, most institutions are simply going to say, hey, it's time for you to take out your $10,000 of RMDs, but they don't share with them how to do it with as little risk as is possible. So the first scenario is, is that most people will take out their RMDs by simply just doing a withdrawal. Now, I want you to think about this for just a moment. Let's say that you needed to take out $1,000. And let's say that you had a mutual fund that had shares worth $100 a share. You're going to have to take and sell 10 shares to get the $1,000. But why does that matter to you? Well, let me ask you, can you control the share price? Can you control the stock market? Now, we all know what the answer is. If you could, I mean, we'd all be on a beach somewhere, right? But the fact of the matter is, is that we can't control what happens to the stock market. So what happens is the government is forcing you to take these distributions and then you're being forced by the type of investment that you've chosen to put your money into, you're being forced to spend your principal. How good does that sound? Not only are you going to have to pay taxes, but you're going to have to spend your principal. Well, I don't know about you, but I don't want to spend my principal. I want to be able to use interest and dividends to create the type of RMD that I need to take out. So if I have, say, $200,000 and I have an RMD worth $10,000 that I have to take out, I would rather have $10,000 of interest, $10,000 of dividends, or a combination of both, so that when I take out the ten grand, I don't have to sell my principal. I don't have to cannibalize my principal. It's almost scary the number of individuals who are not being advised properly to not engineer their income. You see, if those $100 shares become worth $50, now instead of selling 10, I've got to sell 20, twice the number. So you get my point. This is something that we need to emphasize more and more. We need to be aware of the fact that RMDs are real, but RMDs can create havoc in our retirement if we are not properly invested. Well, there's the first half of the show. Sit tight, buckle in, because we're going to be coming back and we've got three more things that I think are almost scary that we're not paying attention to in retirement. You're locked on to the Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson, powered by the Retirement Income Store. Have you missed any of today's program? No problem. You can hear all of our shows online anytime, 24-7 at johnsonwim.com. That's johnsonwim.com. Welcome back to the Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson, powered by the Retirement Income Store. And welcome back to the Capitalized Life and Retirement Show. I'm your host, Matthew Johnson, president and owner of Johnson Wealth and Income Management, a retirement income store located in Humboldt and Clear Lake, Iowa. Well, if you're just joining us, we're talking today on The Capitalized Life about the things that are almost scary in retirement, but maybe not in the way that you're thinking. This is my perception as a financial advisor, as a fiduciary of over 20 years, 
seeing how mistakes are being repeated by human beings as they get closer and closer to retirement. And if you're just joining us, I really want to encourage you, take out that pen and paper, write these last three things down, because these are just as important as the first three. The first three was that we've got to understand that we want as much of our retirement income guaranteed as is possible. And the one thing that I can assure you that all of you listening have is Social Security. But it's almost scary the number of individuals who are not taking advantage of the education that abounds within the world today about Social Security, learning about Social Security, how to get more from the system, being able to take and work with an advisor like myself that has the ability to educate you, the ability of being able to use sophisticated software to determine what the best scenarios will be so that you can get more from the system legally. Number two is how just unaware we are that we can take money from pre-tax accounts totally tax-free. And what do I mean by that? If we're sitting in a situation where we have realized a loss in income, we realize a decline in income, we've realized maybe a loss in our business, we've realized maybe an investment that's gone bad. Those are all valuable opportunities for us to be able to take money out of our pre-tax accounts that to the normal average investor would be completely taxable, and yet we can do it totally tax-free. Not only that, but we could use that as an opportunity to be able to do Roth conversions, which oftentimes cost taxes. But now if we've got an opportunity to harvest some losses, we can move money from the taxable side to the tax-free side. And number three, we realize that one of the scarier things in life is these things called required minimum distributions and how underemphasized it seems to be in today's world. Financial advisors and institutions are not properly helping people understand what RMDs are and what they're capable of doing. Yeah, besides the fact that they're a distribution of money that you've saved, and yes, you're going to pay taxes on it, do we really understand that RMDs can have a cannibalizing effect on our principal? So those are the first three. What about the remaining three? Well, I'm going to really harp here for just a minute. I think one of the bigger ones is how many people and retirees I see from day to day who are too heavily invested in growth stocks. And what I mean by that is, you see, we've got varied assortments of stocks and equities that we can be investing in. There's no question about it. But if you're focusing on growth stocks, and I see this all the time where I look at a portfolio from, say, a 67-year-old, and if I didn't know the person sitting across the table from me, and I didn't know anything about that person, or I just saw their name on a statement, I would swear that that person was maybe a 40-year-old. In other words, there is, yeah, this diversification of names of different mutual funds, let's say, but they're all slated towards growth stocks. And the reality is, is that as we age, as we get closer, we naturally want to gravitate away from the growth because it always carries with it a great deal of risk. We want to be able to focus more on the dividend paying equities. We want to be able to get rewarded for the risk that we're taking on. We want to be able to reduce and mitigate what losses would do in the stock market if 
all of a sudden the stock market turns for the worse and begins to decline. In fact, I'll show you how blatant it is. Recently, I was reviewing with a gentleman who had been with a major institution, won't name the name, and looking at this financial portfolio, it was completely just chock full of aggressive, risky type investments. And then at the very top of the sheet, it said investment risk tolerance conservative. Now you tell me where the disconnect was. Even this gentleman had told the institution that he was conservative. I even verified it with him. When you went in to talk to your advisor, did you tell your advisor you wanted to be super risky? You wanted to be super aggressive and growth oriented. And he said, heaven forbid. No, not at all. I don't want to be taking a lot of risks. But gosh, my stocks have done really, really well. Okay, well, okay, that's fine. But you also realize that if you're taking a lot of risk at the age of 67, you've just retired, and this is really all the money that you've got saved for retirement outside of Social Security. If you take a big 20, 30% hit, guess what? That's going to have an impact on your retirement. So you see, we need to really assess what we're investing in. We really need to ask hard questions. This is the reason why so many people will come to me and they will ask for a second opinion. They will ask for me to review their portfolio and help them understand in simple, basic terms what they're actually investing in so that they understand it. Because when they sit down across from their advisor and they ask questions, well, the advisor just says, well, you're doing just fine. Look at all the growth that you've been experiencing. Not talking about the downside risk as that person is now retired. So if some part of today's discussion really resonated with you, I'm going to encourage you, do the right thing and reach out to me at 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. Number five, how few investment institutions really know how to create income the right way for their clients is scary. It's not only scary, it's it's absolutely shameful. And this is kind of going back and harkening back to the RMDs. You see, today's financial institutions are charging the fees that they're charging and investing you more risky, I believe, in order to justify the fees that they're charging you. The more risk they have in your portfolio, I believe the more of a heightened fee they feel justified in charging you. Now, certainly this is not true to every financial investment institution out there, but it is really completely disturbing to me how many financial advisors, when it comes to creating income, they don't know how. They simply will take a person from a stock fund and put them into a bond fund. Well, the problem with that is this, that you haven't fixed the problem. In fact, you've you've enhanced the problem. Let me share with you two reasons why. First, let's talk about bond funds just for a moment. And in order to do that, we first have to have kind of an understanding of what a bond is. So a corporate bond, let's say, or a government bond is where we have lent money to an institution or to a government. And in return, they have borrowed our money and they have to pay us interest for the use of our money. Pretty simple. I'm sure you're following me up until this point. Now, they don't keep our money forever. In fact, bonds have what's called a maturity date. And when that bond matures, 
then that principle that they borrowed from us has to be paid back to us and we have to be made whole. Now, the only risk that we have here is the risk of default. And I can say that, you know, the risk of default is there. But if you are dealing with active management and you're dealing with an institution that really knows how to research and watch what they are investing in, that risk of default is usually very low. Now, we've got the understanding of a bond. It pays interest that is fixed, and it pays that fixed interest for a fixed period of time. Now, let's compare that to a bond fund. A bond mutual fund is still a mutual fund. That means it is still comprised of shares. That means that the share price can still move. And that means that if you want interest from the bond fund, if you want income from the bond fund, if you want money from the bond fund, you have to do what? You have to sell shares. Now, I'd like you to take a pen. I'd like you to take your thumb and your first finger, stick it in the middle of that pen. Hold it on either side of that pen. Push down on one side. Other side goes up. When interest rates go down, bond mutual funds go up. But now, today, we're sitting in the trough. Interest rates are low. The feds are saying they're going to raise interest rates. Now, take that low end of your pen. Push that end up. What happens to the share price of your bond funds? Goes down, doesn't it? So you see, this is the reason why we need to quit engineering income and begin educating ourselves about actually having income, producing income through interest and dividends. And it doesn't have to just be bonds. There is a universe of conservative income-generating investments that exist in the world today. But people are so enamored with mutual funds, financial advisors are so enamored with mutual funds that when it comes to their clients retiring, they don't know how to create income. They don't know how to look outside of the world of stocks and stock mutual funds. They're still trying to engineer it. They're trying to hope that the stocks that you have are going to appreciate enough to give you the income. And then they say, well, you just sold off the gains. That's good. But let me ask you, are you always going to get gains at the end of every single year? And the answer is no. So what are you going to do in those years? What are you going to do in those years when you're Mutual funds are down in value. Your share price is down. You're going to have to sell more shares. Then when the market recovers, guess what? You don't ever recover back to where you were because you don't have the same number of shares. Number six, it is amazing to me how today's retirees are using unpredictable and insecure investments to secure their lifestyle. What do I mean by that? You see, today we have more and more people retiring. Today, we have more and more people putting their faith, hope, and expectation into the stock market. And when it comes to your lifestyle, your retirement lifestyle deserves to be steady, to be consistent, to be relied upon. And Social Security for everyone is one of those spokes, a spoke in your wheel of retirement. But so often people are retiring today and they still are using all of the stock-based investments to secure their lifestyle. Listen, I want my clients to have a boring retirement income story, not an exciting one. In other words, I don't want excitement in my portfolio. If you want excitement in your portfolio, that's your play money. That's the money that you can lose 
And if you lost it, it wouldn't affect your lifestyle. You wouldn't have to tighten the belt. You wouldn't have to go off for dinner less. You wouldn't have to say no to the trip that you've wanted to take. You can just grab your bags and go because you know you've got the income to be able to make that happen. So it is almost scary the number of people today that are using unpredictable investments to secure their lifestyle when it should be the other way around. You see, I want my lifestyle dictating my portfolio. I don't want my portfolio dictating my lifestyle. And is there another one that I could throw in a bonus number seven? I guess it's this. It is scary the number of people who have chosen not to have a second opinion on their financial investment portfolio. Please make it a priority. Have it checked out. Have a second opinion. What's the harm? Either A, you're told that you've done well and you need to keep doing what you're doing, or two, I guess you realize there's some red flags so that you have an opportunity to fix them before they have an impact on your retirement. And I encourage all of you as listeners, if you have questions, please go to our website, www.johnson, J-O-H-N-S-O-N, W-I-M stands for Wealth Income Management, dot com. And post your question to us, reach out to us, let us know what kind of topics you'd like to hear us discuss on each episode every Saturday morning. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Matthew Johnson. And remember, it's up to you to make today a great day. That's all the time we have for today. To schedule 15 minutes with Matthew off the air, call 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. And for more information, visit us online at johnsonwim.com. That's johnsonwim.com. We will be back again next week at this same time for another Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson.